Welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help you become the best version of yourself and live a life you truly love. I'll be sharing with you inspiration and practical tips on how you can use your mind to unlock your potential and become the vibrant person you were born to be. So hello, hello and welcome. Now, before we get started in today's episode, I wanted to share with you the reason that I chose to do a podcast on this particular subject. I was actually having a conversation with someone a few weeks ago and they told me that they were feeling really frustrated with trying to create a better life for themselves. They have been reading books, listening to talks, podcasts, but they're feeling really, really rubbish. As I was speaking with them, it took me back to when I first heard that you could create your own reality. Now, what started out as a really exciting concept very, very quickly led me to feeling like I was a failure. You know, I couldn't even create my own reality. And it's the one thing that I'd read I have total control over. It wasn't until I understood how reality is formed and how it can actually be changed. So I had a fuller perspective of all the things going on at play that I knew how to work with creation rather than fighting against it. Because if something feels rubbish, then it's probably not going to work. So today I'm going to be talking about just one aspect of creation, just one of the universal laws, and there are many others, and how it relates to manifestation itself. Now I have to mention, which is a shameless plug, I've taken a lot of this information from my book. Did I mention that I'm writing a book? So (laughs) if you enjoy this information, please let me know as I'll be creating a page in the very near future so that you can stay informed about the book and you'll also have the opportunity to get hold of it before anybody else does. So let's dive into today's episode. So first of all, why is the law of vibration important? Well, many people have heard of the law of attraction, particularly over recent years. The basis of it being that you can create your own reality through your thoughts and feelings. But the law of attraction is actually a secondary law. It's the law of vibration, which is the primary law, because it's the vibration that causes the attraction. So when you master the law of vibration, the process of creating physical manifestations in your life becomes much easier. So let's have a look then. What is the law of vibration? Well, the law of vibration states that everything that exists is vibrating. And I mean absolutely everything. There is nothing that stands still. So even those things that appear to be pretty sturdy when you're looking at them, you know, for example, a table. Well, if you were to put that or anything else under a big microscope, because you'd need a big microscope for a table, then you'd be able to see that it's actually moving or vibrating. The thing that makes something appear in the form that it does is the rate or the frequency at which it vibrates. So that very sturdy table is vibrating at a frequency that makes it appear to you as a table. So every single thing in existence, even solid form, is vibrational. It's all energy. So let's have a look then at where that energy comes from. The universe is made up of particles, which are solid matter, and also waves, which carry energy without the movement of particles. So think of it a bit like sound waves. They're a great example of that. The creation of energy begins as a wave. This is our thoughts and feelings. Those thoughts and feelings have a vibrational frequency to them. 
In fact, the word emotion means energy in motion. So your feelings are quite literally creating movement. Now, in this world of energy, things happen or things are created straight away, instantly. There is no time involved. So when you think of something, energetically, it's already done, it's created. That is where the saying, ask and it is given, comes from. Now, every thought that you have exists, but it exists as a wave of possibility, which means it's there and it's available to be transformed into physical manifestation. There is the potential for that very thing to be created. So a thought has been put into the energy field and every thought wave vibrates at a certain frequency. Now, the frequency is measured in cycles per second. High frequency waves have more cycles per second, so they have high vibrations. Low frequency waves have less cycles per second and a lower vibration. Now, in the real world, this translates as when someone feels bad, they're emitting a low frequency. And when someone feels good, the frequency is much quicker. It's higher. It has more cycles per second. And you can feel the energy from people. You know when you're around what you would call high vibe people. They are quite literally vibrating at a higher frequency. Now, if you could for a minute, just imagine a cycle of waves. So like a squiggly line going up and down. The good feelings will have lots of lines closer together. And the not so good feelings will have much smaller lines with bigger gaps. There are a lot less wave cycles happening at a lower frequency than a higher one over the same period of time. With me so far. So that's the waves. Then there is the physical knock on wood world. That's a mouthful. Knock on wood world, (laughs) which is made up of particles. So that's the stuff that we know about and interact with through our senses. So the things that we see, hear, touch, smell and taste. Those things that have more solid matter are actually particles vibrating at such a slow rate that they appear dense. They are very low frequency waves. Those particles are always moving, even within those things that appear to be in solid form. So whilst you can't see the vibrations happening, those vibrations, that frequency, are the very things that keep that thing in place. The more physical form something has, the slower the particles are moving and the lower the speed of vibration. The faster the vibration of particles, the more energy-based and less tangible it is in physical form. Now, when you change the frequency of vibration, it changes the experience in the physical form. Now, this is easy to understand when it comes to a table. If there wasn't a thought about that table, followed by the design of it and the steps that follow, then there would be no table. There's an obvious creation that can be reverse-engineered. But this process isn't limited to tables. It's the same for all physical creation too. That includes every relationship, money, opportunities, the cars and everything else that you experience in your reality. Everything that exists in the physical world is first created energetically. Nothing would exist without the thought that preceded it. Which begs the question, how does something go from this wave of energy and transform into physical knock-on-wood matter. Now, the thing that takes something from a thought to a thing is the observation of it. So when you observe something, or basically when you look at it, observing something causes the wave to collapse into a particle. It causes the thought 
to become a thing. Stay with me here. Now, in the world of waves, where your thoughts and feelings are emitting energy, things show up immediately, right? Everything starts out as a wave before it becomes a particle. The transformation from wave, or the thought, into a particle, or the thing, doesn't happen instantly. There is time involved. Physical knock-on wood manifestations have a very dense energy to them. They have a slow rate of vibration, which, as I mentioned, is how they hold their form. So it takes longer, it takes time to form into a matter that is tangible. But here's the thing. The time that it takes is a direct reflection of the frequency that you are vibrating at. Let me say that another way. If it takes time to turn thoughts or waves into things or particles, the determining factor for how long it takes is all about the frequency that you operate from. So the better you feel, the higher the frequency you vibrate at. When you vibrate at a high frequency, the closer together those wave cycles are, and so the more quickly you're able to create physical stuff. Let's pretend that there's something that you want, something physical. Maybe a car that has a big dense matter of particles that all have to come together to take that form of a car. So that is a lot of concentrated energy all gathered in one place. So let's say that you are vibrating at a frequency of 10 cycles per second, which, by the way, I made up. So 10 cycles per second would take X amount of time to create the car. So if you were to increase that energy, to increase the frequency that you're vibrating at to, say, 100 cycles per second, the length of time required to create the car is less because the energy is moving at a quicker rate. So this increases the speed at which the transformation of thoughts into things takes place. Now, here's the thing to keep in mind. The wave doesn't follow the particle. It's the other way around. So in other words, it's not about changing the physical world so that you feel good. You feel good and the physical world changes. It's the law of correspondence, which is as within, so without. Now, the thoughts that we think and the way that we feel emits a frequency. High frequency feelings include things like peace, joy, love, happiness. They feel light in their energy. Lower frequency feelings include things such as guilt, sadness, grief, despair, and they feel heavy in their energy. They feel more dense, there's like a gravitational pull, and so the weight of them can quite literally be felt. As I said earlier, this is why people use the term high vibe when the energy is positive because it's quite literally lifted in comparison to that heavy negative energy. So everything is energy, everything vibrates, it's the law of vibration. Now, one thing that many people forget or don't realise is that we are always creating our reality. It's just that most people do it by accident rather than design. Now, I have heard it said so often, and I'm sure that you have too. Maybe you've even said it yourself, where you'll say, oh yeah, I manifested that when it's something good. <laughs> now, the truth is that everything within your experience is an energetic match to your vibration and you are vibrating all of the time, 24 hours a day. So everything is a manifestation. The difference is that some things have been done purposefully, whereas others happened as a result of your default thinking, your baseline feeling. I used to hold the mindset that I created some of the things in my life, but not others. And I'm sure you can probably guess which kind of experiences I preferred to not take responsibility for. 
I honestly thought back then that manifestation was only about the things that we quite literally asked for, preferably out loud or by writing them on paper. But everything, and I mean everything that we have experienced and are experiencing in our lives, was and always will be created by us. So when it comes to creating your life, the most powerful thing that you can do is take responsibility for all of the things that are in it, because then you have the opportunity to change something if it's not what you want. We actually did a podcast a while ago on taking responsibility and how to do it. So I'll put a link in the show notes to that one. Now, listen up, because here is the key to creation, the bit that most people miss. But before I share this with you, there is a caveat, and that is that this is only one of many universal laws. And there are many other components, many, many other factors and considerations to take into account when it comes to creating your reality. And this is an important part of that. So you now know that particles take time to change into form, but the higher the frequency, the quicker that transformation takes place. In many people's worlds, if things don't happen instantly or the, the physical manifestation hasn't taken place within a short period of time, they assume that the laws don't work. We have had so many people tell us that they tried visualisation or they meditated for a few weeks, you know, half an hour a day. They've been writing their affirmations every day, but nothing has happened. They still don't have the things that they want. So what is it that they're missing? What is it that they're not doing or need to do differently? Well, one of the most common mistakes is not accounting for the time that it takes for something to go from a wave to a particle. When you change your thoughts and feelings, the frequency that you emit changes too, and so the wave starts to change. If you were to hold on to that frequency for long enough, you would see physical changes begin to take place. It is exactly the same as the physical realm of life. We are what we consistently do, not what we do once or twice. You wouldn't expect to go to yoga once and be able to balance on your head whilst doing the splits at the same time. However, after around four to eight weeks, there would be a noticeable physical difference. So it's easy to accept that there is time involved to create physical changes. And it's exactly the same when it comes to turning energy into matter. The timeframes are very similar. So if you spend more of your day focusing on and observing the reality that you want to create, then the wave of potential, that waveform, that energy that you're emitting, will collapse into a particle, the thing that you focus on. That then becomes your reality. Now, this part is really, really important. It's not about spending 24 hours a day feeling wonderful. Because stuff happens and there will be ups and downs. It's the cycles of life. If someone spends 10, 20, 30 or even 60 minutes a day focusing on the life they want to create and then they spend the other 23 hours thinking about and focusing on the opposite to that, then the energy is tipped in the balance of and directed towards the unwanted. So it's sustained energy that creates results and 23 hours a day is pretty sustained, I would say. Now, this is also true of spending a week or two totally focused on the majority of the time on what's wanted and then wondering where the physical evidence is. The energy, again, hasn't been sustained for a long enough period of time. Now, that does not mean that you have to spend 24 hours a day completely and utterly focused all the time on exactly what you want. 
If you were to spend just 51% of your time focusing energy on the things that you want to create and feeling good, and then the other 49% focused on lack, the scales would tip. They have to. 51% of your day feeling good and placing your attention on the abundance of what you already have and the joy of knowing what's coming would be a massive shift for most people. Now think about it, around six to nine hours of the day will actually be spent sleeping. So that means you only have to spend 51% of the remainder of the day of those waking hours for the scales to begin tipping. Now, I'm going to say that differently because it's not that you only have to feel good. It's that you get to feel good for 51% of the day or more if you choose to. And if you do this, as a result, things will begin to shift. Your physical reality will change too. Now, it may not be that the full manifestation of what you want arrives in its complete form, but evidence will start to show up pretty quickly. The law of correspondence says, as within, so without, which means that your outer reality has to correspond with your inner world because everything is energy. Your external reality is a mirror of your internal reality. If you consistently feel good, if your frequency is high and you're aligned with the things that you want, then they will show up more quickly, even the physical things. Now, this is such a big topic and I've broken it down to make it as easy as possible to understand. But to backtrack, the universe is made up of waves and particles. Our thoughts and feelings create waves of potential realities. So those possibilities exist. They're already created energetically and they all have a frequency to them. The better the feeling, the higher the frequency. Physical manifestations are particles, so they're waves that have collapsed into a particle. The thing that determines which wave turns into a particle, so which possible reality becomes physical reality, is our observation of it. Or in other words, the one that we focus on is the one that we create. And there is time involved in turning waves into particles, which is the delay that we have of turning our thoughts into things. The more you're able to raise your frequency, your vibration, and the more consistent you are with it, the quicker the manifestation will appear because those cycles of waves are closer together and they condense the timescales involved. Now, remember, it's about where the majority of your focus is consistently. So it's about tipping the scales, even if just a tiny bit in the direction of those good feelings, those things that you want. Now, there are some other things that I do want to go into on this subject. So what I'm going to do is come back to this conversation in next week's episode to do just that. In that episode, we'll go into the things that lower people's vibration, a little more around the law of attraction. And I do have some really practical steps and an exercise that I'll share with you to begin raising your vibration. As I said, a massive topic, and it's one of the things that we get asked about very often. So it's worth spending a little time answering some of those questions. Now, in the meantime, I want you to keep in mind that, yes, there are things that you want to manifest, things that you don't have yet in your experience. And there will always be things that you don't have yet that you want to manifest. And if you've read anything on the law of attraction or the law of vibration before, then you'll know that the reason that you want those things is for the feeling of them, because you believe that you'll feel good when you have them. The magic is in the feeling, the vibration. 
Now, one of the most common things that people do is try to make themselves feel good so that they can get the things, which is trying to force the movement of energy into a certain direction. The thing is, when you're forcing something, there's no ease. You're pushing against it. And it's often because you're feeling a lack of it. And when you do something from a place of scarcity, you're actually vibrating a different kind of frequency. It's a frequency that usually doesn't feel very good. So I have a challenge for you for the next seven days until I share a practical exercise with you. Your challenge is to focus on feeling good for no other reason than it feels good. When you imagine the things that you desire in your life, just do it for the sheer joy of it. Be like a kid on the lead up to Christmas. They fully expect that Christmas will arrive, but before it even does, they have all of those feelings of Christmas. Just the thought of it is out of this world exciting. So have fun with it. Think about it. In four, six, eight weeks, you have the potential to see massive, concrete, tangible results in your life. And that is something to feel good about right now. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you do know of anybody who would find it useful or interesting, then please do share it with them. And I look forward to continuing the conversation next week. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. You really are the reason that this podcast exists. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you leaving a review and make sure that you follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll see you there.